welcome to another fine and rousing rendition of Chopped Greens. I am the host of the podcast, Philip Amarine, alongside uh, from the great beyond, not dead or anything, just just from the other side of Arizona, Gary Boucher. Oh, I. Oh, I. You know, it's funny because, you know, there's a paywall here and uh, people don't get to sneak behind the paywall very often ex- until we let them. And uh, this is going to be one of those times where I just went into a rousing rendition of a of an irish uh banter and and you know scan uh scandinavian almost like whatever braveheart is a, a brogue i think he's scottish maybe scottish yeah yeah scottish yeah. brogue and we're just we're, we both were like you know in, in our pre-production meeting just going on and on in, in scottish we could do a, a whole episode fun. in these accents we could review a movie like this I don't fun. think anybody would like to hear that besides you and me. Um, as fun as that would be, as fun as that would be, and as hard to understand as I'm sure for most it would be. It's kind of, it'd be yeah, like uh, watching a full like, full movie of uh, Billy Elliot or something. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody wants that. Anyways, uh, hello and welcome to another fine uh, edition of Chopped Greens. As I was saying, we are reviewing today for your listening pleasure. We are reviewing uh, a political movie. Uh, or so we thought, uh, <laughs> called, uh, is it called Long, it's just called Long Shot, right? Not long The shot. Long Shot, just yeah. Long Shot? Okay, Long Shot, uh, starring uh, Shirley Theron and uh, Seth Rogen. Uh, d- have we come to any positive conclusions? Is it, is it, because I'm pretty sure I'm just going to continue on saying uh, Theron, and, and then you're going to say Theron, and, and we're both, one of us is wrong, maybe both of us, Uh Theron sounds like an alcohol. Theron sounds like a chemical. Um, uh, I really have Bacardi no Theron. idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, make sure to clean your pantry with Theron. It, it really oh gets, yeah, yeah. It it, it could be a, like a chemical. Out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. a chemical. I, um, I think it's Charlize Theron. That's my. So I'm just gonna say Charlize at this point. Charlize, what it, you know what? That yeah. is the best way to to cut through uh, all that with uh, the chemical cleaner that is Charlize. Um, but anyways, and it's it, it's funny that it it just so heavily advertises on these two because for me that's where I want to begin. Plain and simple, this movie will work or will fail, pending your thought and your opinion on both of those people, not the characters they create, but those people. Uh, themselves and and what i mean by that it is seth rogan is unapologetically he's got like the he's like the next generation of owen wilson where he is unapologetically (laughs) (laughs) that that an iconic laugh that will last uh, a generation but he is unapologetically seth rogan uh it bleeds through and for his part within the film you have you will this movie lives or dies on the fact of how believable you believe that that an absolute just bona fide bombshell of a, of a, of a person Charlize Theron is and exudes uh, would <laughs> ever in any universe uh, be enamored with Seth Rogen and that's not a knock on it it's not meant to be a knock it's it's not it's just I'm just the statement of the fact of the matter is that this movie rides or dies with that simple premise of like how believable is that to you, an audience member, as a person? Yeah, I think that it, when you get into the the theme of like what a long shot is, I think it works on different levels because obviously the movie is about her long shot bid for presidency, but really it's also about the fact that Seth Rogen obviously 
does not belong with her at all. So his relationship with her is also a long shot. Um, I actually, I the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. Um, but suspending your disbelief is hard, not only in the relationship, but like what's going on in in the movie itself. But oh yeah, I think that in the beginning of the movie, it gives you permission to just let go and not think about it when Bob Odenkirk playing the president wants to quit to make the transition to being a film actor. Um, Beyond that, but while while we're on that topic, was it, I I couldn't tell and it was, it was somewhat distracting for me. Was it a a direct parody of Trump? Like, is that what, what we're supposed to be led to believe or was it like, was it a commentary on that or was it supposed to be his own person? Because it, it was very jarring at first to see, uh, to see him have a watching a direct view of himself, he's watching his own show. Watching his ratings. own show, yeah. And then it was like, oh no, he's he's not he's not actively on TV. He was or something, and I couldn't tell if it was a direct commentary or uh, you know a metaphor for Trump or if it was just happenstance that you can make and draw those comparisons. I no, I think that that is one hundred percent part of it. You can't ignore that. I and and this is my thing with the movie because I was thinking about it in the shower actually and great thought space because it's really hard to believe what's going on in the movie like when you think like wow this is the secretary of state and the the video that's released and all this crazy stuff happening but maybe what Liz Hanna the screenwriter was thinking is like well you know for a lot of people maybe Trump winning the presidency and everything that's happened in the last few years is also pretty unbelievable so is this stuff happening that unbelievable because she you know has the president in the beginning watching his tv show that's very obviously a dig at trump i think and then you know i i think that's maybe part of the point that the movie is trying to make is maybe it's not that crazy what's happening because what's happening in real life is pretty insane as well that's a lot of what i took from it but still what what's happening is ridiculous (laughs) and i'm very willing to trash some of it but i yeah yeah, and and so when we when we think about a lot of it, uh, when we open up on that scene, I think to add to your point, Gary, where it it, it adds a, a level or an air of disbelief almost, and so it works along with the premise. Obviously, it 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 remains in its title of long shot. Um, and one one thing that adds in, and and puts prestige behind that that idea of disbelief is we see a lot of physical comedy like it was almost to a point where they <laughs> they got to be too much um you you catch a glimpse of it within trailers so I, I don't feel like i'm giving away too much if not seen um but the when he's falling down the stairs that's obviously one i was like okay that's it's, it's a bit much uh, we open on a on another incredible physical feat. That let me just say a great a great opening scene. By the way, I quite enjoyed that. Yes, yes, no, no, no. That uh, the ending to that scene is is a bit uh, is a bit like uh, disingenuous. But other than that, uh, that, it, that it is act- where it opens up the movie to be like this is going to be insane. And you sh- and of course this could never actually happen. He would have died. Oh, and dead, dead beyond. Off, off um, we go. Yeah. Uh, so oh, it's maybe he did die in the rest of the movie. Don't 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 give this movie that much credence. <laughs> too too far too much. Far Sorry, too keep much. going, keep going. <laughs> but but the point being is that while it's it's hard to remove oneself, 
to fully enjoy this film. Uh, you know, you in order to enjoy it, you have to kind of just shed a lot of, of preconceived notions and a lot of ideas and and don't <laughs> don't think too hard. <laughs> um, and again, uh, it, it's funny because we both were uh, thinking about, hey, let's add something. I know it's it's a political arena that we're kind of putting forth this podcast in. Um, there's there's obviously the air of the election still surrounding it. It's uh, going to be post November day, so we we kind of had some thoughts. And it's funny that we <laughs> what we got was this, where it was everything uh, just just as much as uh, the you know for a lot of people they didn't get what they what they bargained for in 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 the election as far as like you know immediate results. We didn't get what we bargained for when we first uh, joined on for this film. So it's it's uh, it's just funny how real life sometimes meets up with uh, with uh, what what are yeah. your your plans are. Yeah, let me just say okay. So we'll, I, I want to jump into the romantic comedy aspect in a second, but two things. One, um, yeah, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, there's there's a lot of takeaways because I mean, there's a scene where she's high on Molly, where she does a hostage negotiation with a terrorist, and which yes. is insane and it's all it's a, a little bit like wow this is like the sacred office of the secretary of state and that this could never happen but once again i think that you know nowadays a lot of people might feel like some very important government offices are not as legitimate as they used to be um and that is a, a bad thing to them but this movie kind of proves that charlize's character is good in the role even though she's doing stuff like that um the stuff with the slapstick comedy, the physical comedy, um, the, the comedy in general in the movie is actually maybe the high point for me. I oh, think yeah, pretty point on and, and yeah. accurate throughout and, and is is yeah. piercing and, and good. I don't mind a, like, a gag like that as long as it's not crazy because I think it's got a good combination of funny dialogue, which is almost all uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s dialogue, um, mm-hmm. with uh, three or four really shocking sight gags like falling out the window falling down the stairs the beard scene um and maybe one or two others um but i i didn't mind it as much it it was a little bit shocking at first and the the cgi is like kind of kind of bad you know it's like a a little digital rogan flopping around (laughs) but (laughs) once again like having a little bit of for lack of a better word stupid comedy in there um works for me because there's a lot of kind of every type of comedy there's the awkward comedy like bob odenkirk's brand of comedy is a lot different or Charlize's comedic moments are a lot different than hey seth rogan just um ruined his beard and fell downstairs i mean it's it's lots of different things to piggyback off of what you're saying there there certainly are different brands of of comedy in play here so it works on a f- multitude of levels you're not just uh you're not just subjected to just one brand of of like seth rogan comedy that is that is somewhat par for the course of of a normal seth rogan film um while it i, I would argue is probably the dominant uh sense yeah. uh it, it takes me to another point of of, Char- of now we move on to Charlize Theron. um on 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 one side an absolute stellar performance that this film I, I almost want to say does not deserve yeah uh, it, it's it's yeah it's really just I, I this movie solidified for me and it's weird that it's this film because obviously I've, I felt that Charlize Theron has done multiple things in in her uh, in her in her career that have, have transcended whatever genre everybody's tried to 
pigeonhole her in. Um, but I've even I even put her into a a, a a sector or a category of of an actress that just does really piercing dramas where where she she's very she's a very high dramatic actress um you know outside of the odd fast and furious <laughs> audition of yeah. what, whatever um but to see her in such a role such as this i i was quite i was astounded by how impressive she was and how good her comedy was her sense of comedy uh and and totally aware of what she brought to the table the 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 uh you might not understand what this is if you haven't seen it but the wave was absolutely killer. <laughs> absolutely, that was so uh, funny. Oh to have God. that humility to just be like, yeah, you know what? I'll just, I'll just have this on the internet. Probably be gift at some point in my life. Uh, yeah, whatever. But tremendous, tremendous performance, uh, and and one that is above what the movie deserved. I, 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 yeah. Again, it's very much while it rests on Seth Rogen's shoulders to be that lovable and believable character that we think that she's somebody of her status would, would would you know go towards on the other side just her her acting prowess is is both showcased in this film but also belied by her comedy it it, it was actually a, a wonderful wonderful addition to the film and and point on spot on casting yeah, so I, I don't want to regurgitate everything you just said, but I was watching the movie with my girlfriend, and I paused it, and I was like, Charlize is really good. Like, wow. She's, I'm, like, if, if you put her in, like, a real political drama, she would get an Oscar nomination because you just stick this performance, like, in another movie and add some more drama. Like, she's really, really good. So I guess, you know, to avoid just saying everything you just said, I'll, I'll do the flip side. Yeah, Seth Rogen is playing Seth Rogen. Straight up. Like, he literally... This guy is the easiest job in the world because he didn't have to try. He's just being himself. He doesn't have to get into like the, the mindset of a character. He's just oh, smoking weed and like being lovable schlub, cute girl, Jewish, whatever. whatever you know the the Seth Rogen shtick. Um, but it works. And I personally, I like Seth Rogen. I like his vibe. I like most of his movies. I think he's a funny guy, and it, it works for me. I don't really get tired of him like some people might. And I think that he has the ability to be a good actor too. Like in in Steve Jobs, he does a really good job playing Steve Wozniak. Um, I don't know of many other like drama performances he has, but he does a good job in that movie. Um, but how dare you forget the yeah. Lion King? <laughs> oh, how yeah. dare you, sir? <laughs> Who does he play, Pumbaa? Uh, yes, yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, he does. And he he also gives his uh, his iconic laugh to the character. Oh man, I you know what I I can't get behind that actually. <laughs> Uh. It's a moan. <laughs> um, but there's a weird, it's a really weird mix because Charlize has a great performance and she's in this lofty office of Secretary of State. But then at the core of the movie, which is probably where you and I both got really surprised, is a pretty by the numbers romantic comedy. Like mm. it hits all of the normal beats which look i am actually kind of a sucker for for rom-coms i enjoy them and if they're done well i mean i like all the mid-2000s really bad mcconaughey ones ghost of girlfriends past legendary um but if done well i think they can be pretty enjoyable like recent ones like the big sick crazy rich agents um always be my maybe you know movies like that but this one doesn't do anything out of the norm maybe except for the fact that Charlize ends up as like a woman in, in power and usually you don't see that dichotomy at the end 
of a rom-com. I feel like um, Seth Rogen compromising is uh, maybe a little bit out of the wheelhouse of what a lot of rom-coms do, which I thought was was pretty cool. Maybe saying something about Hillary, I don't know. But otherwise, that's maybe my biggest criticism is for all of the hilarious comedy and the great performances at the core, it's like guy meets girl, they have their getting to know you montage. Um, you know, they start sleeping together and they fall in love and then they have a fallout and then they come together in like the last 5 minutes and then it's it's good. Which, there's nothing bad about that, but I kind of have to say I was pleasantly surprised, but at the same time, kind of disappointed in a way when it started to become like that. Because I was like, oh, I'm enjoying this and it's cute. And yeah, I'm with my girlfriend and, you know, it's sweet, but uh, I wanted a, a little bit more. But don't get me wrong, there there's enough other stuff going on that it works. Like the performances are good. O'Shea Jackson Jr., it really, really kind of comes in and... I think does a great job like that scene where he reveals that he is a Republican is <laughs> is great. He he's phenomenal. So I, I don't know. There's there's a lot. I'm just kind of rambling because there's a lot going on that I like, but also kind of took away from it for me. Tell me tell me if this resonates with you, Gary. Uh, I feel like there was a really good movie mixed with a rom-com. And mm, and yeah. part of that was that. It felt the movie feels long. Maybe I'm off of my kilter, but it felt it felt about 20 minutes long for me um, because I it, after a while I was just it was dragging yeah. and and it wasn't it wasn't anything like after a certain point after about the halfway point once we reach a conclusion of that they're together or whatever uh, it really no longer surprised me. It was just by the books and by the numbers and oddly enough I was I was yearning towards more of a journey towards her political aspirations. That, to me, felt more of where the story lended itself to go rather than us forcing our way down this road of, 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 of romantic comedy and, and, the, and the banana peel of something brings them together and then something innocuously brings them apart. Uh, and I think that that's even justified by the post credit scene of where we see what happens once they take the White House. And, and that seemed to be like you're reinvested into it because I feel like that's what the audience and the story lended and yearned itself towards and, and had the momentum going towards. And then we just it feels like a detour where we're just like, oh, wait, they're having a romantic relationship problem. I OK, I mean, it, I, I was appreciating the film when it didn't even make it an issue. And where they were like, no, we're not gonna, do, we're not gonna make it an issue. And then they ended up, ended up, yeah, providing uh, just, just innocuous details that were just, it's unnecessary. It felt that is the the part of the movie that is very okay. It's just okay, you know. And I could kind of care less about Seth's character being like some like uh, crazy like underground crass journalist. All that stuff kind of goes out the window. But like you said, you get committed to her political journey, but then it kind of takes a dip and it's funny we chose this movie for election time where they the entire election portion they skip <laughs> it doesn't show anything about an an election um, right but it, for me it starts to sag when they're like we should uh go get messed up and take molly and then that that whole sequence i think is just eh. and then it starts to pick up when she has her scene where she's doing the hostage negotiation but then everything yeah, it picks back up. Yeah, everything after that is like 
disappointingly predictable but still funny enough and engaging enough good enough performances that i'm i'm still into it but that is i like you said i think it could have risen to a different level um if some tweaking could have been done to that by the book story like i said i'm always down for a rom-com but I, i was expecting something a little bit different sometimes when my expectations are shattered it's good like I think that movie is going to be one thing it's something else and I'm like that was incredible like Uncut Gems or The Witch or something like that yeah yeah or like Black Panther you know movies that really blow your mind this movie blew my mind in a way that was just kind of like oh okay it just wasted its its creative energy in the beginning and and then just kind of kind of just released towards the end and I I feel like they just didn't know how to write an ending for what the film was in the first half so they kind of reneged and went towards the ending of of a romantic comedy and it just felt so inauthentic and so forced uh and that's my only regret on the film because even though we got to a point in the film where i was i was surprised because (laughs) i can't stress this enough we we had actually we had planned a a political film of something i yeah i remember when i first suggested something i was even you know suggesting primary colors or you know amer or the i I forget what it is like the american president or, or something something along those lines we had we had kind of assumed that this was going to be something more along those lines than than what we got but that being said uh even what we got in the first half i was actually pleasantly surprised and then just let down with the second half, and I th- I think that it, it's not it's not a, a a game killer. Sometimes that is a game killer uh, uh, for for certain films. Uh, Evil Dead recently is just the most one that just jumps to the forefront, where it, it just changes <laughs> to a point where it, it just becomes unwatchable almost. Uh, but I'll let but the th- record show that I disagree. But I understand what you're saying. You disagree wrongly, <laughs> but you disagree. Yes, yes, noted. Uh, but I think that there is uh, something to be said where a, f- a film changes, but it doesn't, it it didn't, it just, it dipped the quality to not uh, an unacceptable volume, but just uh, just to a point where it just, <laughs> it sunk its, its said, stellar oh, performance. I've seen this movie before. I know it's going to happen now. I think it, it would have been better if it would have pursued more strongly either her, whatever her climate thing was, because that kind of becomes not important. And I guess that's yeah, the point. It, but it, truly, it was a weird, yeah, weird just asterisk to yeah. to the entire thing. You pursue that more or you pursue the Bob Odenkirk more because he was criminally underused. He's so funny. Yeah. And then the, whoever the, the business tycoon is. Did um, we? I I just never understood what his involvement was. It it, it was it went from like one, uh, you know, granule in the script to then just be oh wait he's far more important than even yeah. he was suggested to be. I I, it, I that, that, that felt I, forced as well. I understand the concept of like oh he's this businessman who doesn't want her her climate uh, agreement to affect his business but at the same time it didn't really feel like it meant anything um it was just kind of funny i mean he's this ugly little funny dude but not those are a little little half stories that are pursued and nothing except for the rom-com story really feels like it has a great conclusion um and i would have preferred seeing those fleshed out a little bit more and the rom-com aspects a little bit less absolutely um as per so in conclusion, we can say that what the comedy—if you go for the comedy, you don't leave unsatisfied, right? That, yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty. If you go in expecting a rom-com, I don't think you're unsatisfied. If you go in expecting a rom-com, I, I would argue that the trailer itself lent itself towards something surpassing a rom-com. But, but 
if you go in purely expecting that, that then you're not leaving dissatisfied, right? Yeah, I think that most people will enjoy this movie. Like, it would be the kind that I would see in a theater on, like, a Saturday afternoon and laugh a lot and be like, that was fun, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. That, that, that's an excellent point. It's a, it's a good time, not a yeah. memorable time. I, I will forget this, unfortunately, for, like, Charlize, yeah. Charlize's performance, which is was criminally underrated, I, I almost felt. like where it, Yeah, like, like she, weirdly, weirdly really good. Like, yeah. uncom- uncomfortably so. <laughs> Yeah, where you're just like, come on, and and it's also it, it just bars whenever we, <laughs> it, it's so unfair. But her quote unquote glow up of just like where like you know where she has the lady in the red dress and she comes out of the elevator and just yeah. like wow, stunning. And we just see, <laughs> God bless him. We see Seth Rogen just in a tux and with like a slightly trimmed beard, and I was like, come on, I, I never that's, that the, his glow up is just is just so. Uh, but they kind of they kind of had to thread a, a weird needle, anyways. Where there had to be, he couldn't be just, he couldn't just be the worst version of yeah. Seth Rogen. But he couldn't because there had to be something for her to be intrigued and interested in in the first place, I suppose. Uh, but Me? at the same time, his, <laughs> I, I I just I don't know. It, it's a hard needle to thread. But anyways, so Meet with Charlize, those... she's a corporate boss who doesn't have time for love. Meet Seth. He's a disgraced journalist who's down to earth and connects with women like no other. Like no that's other, really, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. It, Let it's, me, it's, um, it's a it's a bit of a stretch. So if you if you want go for the comedy, you're gonna come away satisfied. Yeah. You're gonna come if you go for the rom com, satisfied. Yeah, yeah, satisfied. If you go for a, a political blend of a story with uh, with a uh, with a like a, almost like a political commentary or comedy, excuse me. Yeah. I, I would say that you almost walk away just just uh, un, unsatisfied. Un, like, again, not not to where you're upset or where you feel like you wasted anything, wasted time, wasted energy, wasted money. Yeah. Um, just just to a point where you did not in you did not get what you thought you were going to get. But eh, it's a it's a it's a good Saturday afternoon with the girlfriend. Yeah. Let, let me say, like, you know, I explained sort of my political takeaways at the beginning, which I think hold up. But. I would prefer the movie be more heavy-handed if it's actually trying to say something. Like, yeah, you know, a lot of times movies are, are too preachy. But I'm like, wow, I kind of understand what you're getting at, and I had those takeaways about the satire. But I want you to really beat me over the head with it, you know, instead of masking it with typical rom-com. Absolutely, absolutely. There are there are comedy nuggets. There are political nuggets. Um, and while the you know something like. Uh, <laughs> The undeveloped swastika is just is is that's a that's juicy. a great running gag. Yeah, we, that we was that a was a running wonderful gag. running gag. The I I would have I would have enjoyed more of an exploration of the political side of this world that that they yeah. created, but they didn't. Um. Okay, so let's let's see what are we what are we let's let's put this as a as you know uh, we all know that you know people don't want somebody uh, there as a leader who they don't trust with the quote unquote yeah. button, but we all know that. Uh, the U.S. does not just have one nuclear button. They have to have yeah. multiple. They have to have at least five. So we're going to say, Gary, on a on a scale of zero to five nuclear buttons, how many gotcha. nuclear buttons does this uh, f- film deserve? Let me just say real quick, um, I do shout out O'Shea Jackson Jr. He was really, really funny. Most yes, of his jokes yes. landed. Um, he made the movie really good for me. Um, they felt so authentic, too. Like, where where I, yeah. I'm, they may or may not have been scripted. They may have just been like, 
go for it. Just, go for just, it. Just, just talk. He's so funny. I, he had great chemistry with Rogan, and all of his scenes, he really stands out. Abs- as like, absolutely. Like the guy. Absolutely. Yeah. He's got a good future. Um, uh, can I do decimals here? Not really, because once you press the you can't half press a button. Man, well, I was going for between a three and a four. Um, but since I had an enjoyable time watching it, and to me it was more than okay, which is what I would classify as a three, um, I'm going to put it at a four. So you're, you're, you're stamping on four staple type buttons with nuclear yeah. options on them for this film. Yeah, because I, it's not very rewatchable. Um, I watched yeah, it once no. and I was satisfied. I'm not going to like be into it again, but it was funny enough and engaging enough for me to have an enjoyable ride from beginning to end. So I'll give it a four. I'm at a solid three buttons. Like you said, it, it's good enough to not be bad. It didn't leave a bitter taste in my mouth. Will I remember this in a year? Mm. I at best I will remember Charlize's performance, and I hope I remember it. Um, yeah, it's it's incre- It's truly, it's truly memorable. Uh, so that I'll give that. Um, other than that, just just I'm unfortunately run of the mill, run of the mill. So it's interesting because Liz Hanna, the screenwriter, the year before this wrote The Post, which was a very serious oh, wow. political drama that was nominated for Best Picture. Um, and then she went totally the other way, which as like a writer, I can appreciate cause this must've been really fun to write. Um, honestly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Makes sense. Um, and I think that we would, uh, we would both say just a, just a fun time, not necessarily what we expected, but yeah. fun time. All right. Um, uh, thank you so much to everybody listening. I believe next week we are, we are going to go. To the other side of uh, the spectrum, no longer political, we are going to go animated. Um, the Crudes, Nicholas Cage's, uh, you know, the bees, the bees, no, Not God, the bees. no, the bees. <laughs> he's he's um, he's going to provide us uh, an animated version of of hilarity and funness that I haven't seen. I assume you haven't seen the Crudes. No, I. You know, it's supposed to be pretty good, and they are releasing the Crudes. It's good too. enough for a sequel. That's right. November twenty fifth <laughs> of this month, we'll have the second Crudes. So there we go. In in uh, <laughs> in much gathered and baited anticipation, uh, the Crudes Nation will be forced to listen to our opinion on on the first one. Hey, maybe maybe if it's good enough, maybe we'll we'll like live stream a, a Crudes too. Man. Let's just say that I have I have, don't have the technology now for a live stream, and I don't think I'll need to buy it. But but hey, I maybe 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 I'm I'm crazy. Maybe I'm just you know popping jalapeno poppers on this one. Okay, all right. Uh, for uh, reviewist emeritus professor Gary Boucher, do you just look up a Latin dictionary before the show every time? Yeah, I I do uh, speak Latin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm Philip Amrine. Thank you so much for sticking around for an entire episode. Please subscribe to the channel. Listen to more uh, as they come out each and every week. We thank you so much for your continued listening. Uh, enjoy and have a wonderful day. Bye. Ciao.